Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life changing experience. Stand on your word. These, These are, the are the days, days of signs and wonders, and wonders days of miracles, of miracles and power. You will manifest yourself. Everybody singing. The one who's close, the voice who sounds like thunder. We glorify your name. We glorify your name. We glorify your name. The one with eyes of fire is full of wonders. Come and manifest yourself. The one who's close, your voice resounds like thunders. We glorify your name. Let's pray. Father, thanks a million for this wonderful opportunity to interact with your spirit and interact with your word. Let us leave this place with a burden in our hearts to give our best to you. Holy Spirit, visit everybody here present and let us leave this place blessed filled with your word and your spirit in the name of Jesus and everybody said amen wonderful you may be seated in the presence of God wow it's it's a blessing amen 
It's good to see everybody. Um, those of you who have just come from holidays, what's up? Uh, those of you who are always here with us, we love you. Uh, those of you who are in between, Alagbadai. <laughs> Look, when you don't know what to say, you just say, Alagbadaina, that's all. Yeah, but it's exciting to have church. Church is a beautiful family, and we have been blessed with a wonderful ministry. Amen. Put your hands together for the founder and bishop of the church, Bishop Dagwood Mills, that people like us from... I mean, I, I never remember seeing any of you in the Garden of Eden. Do you get it? When I was in the Garden of Eden, I didn't see you, but God, through his son and the type of minister he called for this ministry, we are together. It's wonderful. Johnny Wandy, so it's good to see you again. You too, it's good to see you. Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to Ezekiel. I want to read one scripture in Ezekiel. Then we'll read a couple of scriptures in Matthew. Then we'll read a scripture or two in Jeremiah. And then we'll read something in Isaiah. And then we'll bring the service to a close. Amen. So let's start with Ezekiel. Ezekiel 22, verse 30, God is speaking, and God said, And I sought for a man amongst them who will make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me that I may not destroy the land, but I found no one. Let's all read it. Let's all read it. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. The guys are not reading. It's only the ladies who are reading. Brothers, let's start. Ezekiel chapter 22. Wonderful. You are good readers. Great. God is saying here that destruction was coming to a land. And to save the land, he looked for a man. And the man's duty was to make up the hedge, to stand in the gap before God, so that God will not destroy the land. Now, when God wants to do anything, he looks for somebody. Hallelujah. He looks for a man. So tonight, God is looking for somebody. When God wanted to fill the earth, he created a man called Adam. The earth was about to be flooded. To save the earth from this great flood, he looked for a man called Noah. God was there after a while. He wanted to make nations. He looked for a man called Abraham. 
to make nations. God wanted to deliver the children of Israel from hunger. He looked for a man called Joseph. Bible says, and he sent a man ahead of them, even Joseph. So when hunger came to the world, Joseph's brothers thought they were selling their brother into slavery, but God was sending their brother ahead of them so that when the hunger comes, he will be their savior. God wanted to deliver his people from a wicked leader called Pharaoh. Once again, he looked for a man. His name was Moses. Today, God wants to save Peter Marisbeck. And guess who he's looking for? He's looking for you. I said he's looking for who? You. He's, he always needs a man. He doesn't need a nation. He doesn't need uh, uh, Bafana, Bafana. I mean, can you imagine if he needed black stars? Yeah, I mean, since I was born, I've never seen Blasters win a cup before. I mean, Blasters and Liverpool, they were in the same WhatsApp group until just recent Liverpool got out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you seen some before since you were born? Yeah, never seen some before. At least since I was born, I've seen Bafana Bafana win a trophy before. Whether it's Kosafa, um, too. At least they won it. I have never seen Black Stars win one before. Of course, I've never, I've never seen Congo also win one before. Say amen. What a shock. So back to what I was saying. God is trying to save Peter Marisbeck. And God is looking for you. Tell your neighbor, God is looking for you. God is, he said, I sought for a man. Distraction was coming. I looked for a man. Then I will use that man to save the city. Now, when God, once upon a time, God wanted to save a city called Nineveh. And he called a guy called Jonah. Now, when he called a guy called Jonah, Jonah listened to God when he finished. Now, when he ran away, God said, no problem. If I'm sending you, I'm sending you. You either go my way or something makes you go. So on his, when he was running away, he met a fish. And the fish swallowed him. And the fish taught him obedience. Jonah 2.10, Bible says, and Jonah 2.8, Jonah spoke to God. He cried, said, save me. And Jonah 2.10, Bible says, and the Lord spoke unto the fish, and it vomited him unto the dry ground. Yeah. God spoke to the fish that, it's okay, he has suffered enough. Leave him, now he will obey. When he came out, he said, hey, God, where did you say I should go? Where is it? I will, I will even walk. I don't need a ship. I don't need a boat. I will even walk to the place. Look, if God is asking you to do something, it is in your interest to rise up and do it. Because if you do not, something will make you do it. I was like Jonah. When I completed university, my pastor wanted to send me to you to become your pastor. 
And I said, you know something? I'm going to the United Kingdom. So, you know, Jonah, he also, he got on a ship to go his way to a place called Tarsus. Although God had sent him to Nineveh. So he went overseas. Now, as he was going overseas, there was a problem in the ship. And they threw him into the water. That's how come he met the fish. Do you get? He wasn't going swimming. I'm sure Jonah was black. Yeah. Yeah. But if Jonah was white, he would have made a plan with the fish. Yeah. So I also took British Airways. British Airways? Yeah, British Airways. And then I went to, it's also a ship. And I went to England. Now when I went there, life beat me. There was a type of fish there. It Look, when you look at the fish, all you can say is Alagbadaina. It beat me so much. I woke up one day, I said, Bishop, where did you say you want to send me? I will go now, now, now. Send me now. Now, I don't want you to go through what I went through. That's why I'm preaching to you today. That you respond to God. God is looking for somebody. God is looking for you. God's question is that, can he depend on you? Can he depend on you? Can he depend on you? Now, there are so many things God is looking for. Tonight, for the sake of time, I only share one of them with you. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 36, the Bible says, when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. For they fainted and they were scattered abroad. Why? Or as sheep. Why? Because they had no shepherds. It's not because they had no money. I think when you are poor, one of the side effects of poverty is that you think the solution to everything is money. If you are around and anything that comes up, the first solution you think about is money. You are poor. If as soon as I... You say, oh, look, you have to advance your studies. And the first thing that comes to your mind is, I need money or I don't have money. You are poor. You are poor in your mind. And that is what is bringing the poverty into your life. Because you can tell somebody else who doesn't even have what you have. And they say, wow, what can I do? And the person starts to think. And as soon as you start to think, different possibilities arise to you. Money becomes one of the final things. Because if you have to go and study, you can also pass an exam so well and get a scholarship to go and study. So if the first day, money, ah, so anytime I talk to people, and the first thing is that we don't have money, I know the category they fall into. And those people, you can't help them. Because no matter what you say, it will come back to, I don't have money. I money, yeah, that's Mali, yeah. Now, the Bible says the reason why the people were scattering, the reason why the people were fainting was because they did not have shepherds. And that is what broke Jesus' heart. The absence of shepherds. Tonight, I came to tell you that God is looking for shepherds. And his question is that, can he depend on you? Can he depend on you? 
Yes, you have been in the church, Mr. Nice Girl, Miss, Miss, Mrs. Nice Guy. You are in the church, nice, but <laughs> enough of nice girl, nice guy. Now he's looking for shepherds. Yo, what's up? Uh-huh, that's how it is. That's what's up. Yeah, he's, he, enough of Mr. Nice Guy. Enough, enough of Mr. Nice Girl. He's now looking for shepherds. Shepherds. Then he told his disciples, verse 37, the harvest indeed is plenteous, but the laborers, the shepherds, the workers are few. 38, he said, pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he may send more laborers or more shepherds into the vineyard. Yeah, he said, make it your prayer topic because what we, we need badly is not prophets. It's not evangelists. It's shepherds. That's what we need. Shepherds. It will bring a change. Now, it's so sad. You have people who have been in the church. If the church was a university course by now, you have a doctorate. You have been in the church for a very long time. Since Adam was born, you joined the church. Yeah. Since Adam. Since the days of Adam. You joined the church. You are still a sheep. It's like, who is a sheep? Somebody who has to be cared for. I will tell you who, is a, who a shepherd is very soon and then we'll, we'll close. But you have, been, you, you have been a sheep for too long. Too long. I mean, think about it. We were here when Eden was born. We were in church. It was a Sunday. We just we were, we were sharing the grace. When he was born. Now can you imagine if he has still remained a baby as he was from the day he was born. As it was in the beginning. So shall it be life without end forever and ever. I mean how? We will all be worried. We will say it's a medical emergency. We will call the doctor. We will call an ambulance. We will take him to a specialist. We will fly him to America. That check maybe there's something wrong. Maybe we will even check the father. check the father. Did he really deliver properly? We'll check their family history. We'll, yes, we'll find out. Yeah, are there tokoloshis in his family? We'll find out. Yeah. Look, it will become a major thing that how come this baby is not growing? How come? How come? After two years, he's still Small Anyana, small Anyana baby. We'll be worried. Everybody will be worried. And I said, one of the things we will check is the father, family history. But if we don't find, we'll check the mother. And because the mother is in the Indians, have a lot of tokoloshi. So maybe it's, it's from that side. My God, my God. Am I preaching or am I preaching? Maybe it's from the mother's side. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we have given birth to Mahatma Gandhi. We have to check and see. Yeah. But you have been around for some time. For a long time. But you are still a sheep. Don't 
you think that it's a spiritual emergency? Don't we have to check your mother, check your father, check you and see if there's a problem? Now, we have checked your mother. We have checked your father. We can see that your father, there's no problem. There's no spiritual problem with him. He's fruitful. He's developing. So then the problem is you. Yeah, then the problem is you. God is looking for a shepherd. God is looking for a shepherd. If you are not rising to be a shepherd, then you have decided not to rise. You, have the, you enjoy the baby. The way they call, hello, how are you? Have you had your quiet time? Jesus loves you, okay? You will grow, okay? Don't worry. Uh, we cast out every demon that is moving around you. I say, yeah, they love me. You are just enjoying being babied. The time to rise up has come. It's time to rise. God is looking for a shepherd. Jeremiah 3.15, God said, I will give you shepherds after my own heart. Now, God has gone to make promises that he's going to give shepherds. Where do you think the shepherds are going to come from? You are the shepherds that he has promised to other people. I was the shepherd that God promised to you. You are also the shepherd that God has promised to other people. Hello? I said, I am the shepherd that God promised. Anytime you read that scripture, I said, I will give you pastors or shepherds after my own heart. Just know that God has delivered on his promise. He gave me to you. But that same promise applies to somebody else. And you are the answer to that promise. You are the shepherd in that scripture to that somebody. So when the person has no shepherd... It's you who have failed God. Do you see all the paras who are on that street? The para, is that what you call it? Yeah, the paras. Yeah. I'm a paras. Do you know why they are paraing? Their shepherds have failed them. Their shepherds have failed them. They are shepherds. They did it. They, they are paras. Jesus said, when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion. Why? Because they fainted. They were parrying. They were scattering. Because they did not have shepherds. If you will rise up and be the shepherd you will be, we will reduce the parrots that are in Peter respect. It's not the government. It's not poor service delivery from government. Poor service delivery from the church. Poor service delivery. We are not supplying enough shepherds. Some of you sitting there looking at me with your two eyes. You are here because a shepherd came to you. Yeah, we send Spa to you. We send Lungani to you. We send Reverend David to you. We send somebody to you. And the person responded. And the person came to you. Then you grew up. You, you woke up and said, I'll be here. I'll come. I'll change my life. I'll give God some attention. I'll do something for God. No matter how little it is, I will do it. Somebody is also waiting for you. He's sitting in a junction. He's sitting in a street corner. He's sitting at a tavern. He's sitting at a pub. He's sitting with his friends. Somebody's even fornicating right now, but he's waiting for you. He's just waiting for you to show up and say, I have come to be that shepherd for you so that your, your life is also not destroyed. Why do you have that look on your face? You were also fornicating when we came for you. 
just finished. You are just finished loading up. Loading the data. Then you finish. Then, then, then we met you on the street Saturday afternoon. Brother, what's your name? Skumbuzo. I said Saturday afternoon. She had just finished. And she pulled up her hair. Her regalia. Then she stepped out. Then a shepherd met her and said, Hi, what's your name? So my name is uh, Kumbule Kaya. I said, okay. Kumbule Kaya, you can come to church tomorrow. Six months later, you are behaving like you have forgotten that that's where you came out of. You are behaving like you have forgotten. I need the water gun for Tuesdays. You had just come papa last and you were moving like that. Easy, 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 easy. Study, study, study. Mm. Who pushed me? Please leave me, leave me alone. Then the shepherd met you. When the shepherd met you, he said, Hello, you. Uh, 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 yeah. Jesus loves you. You were rather telling the shepherd, Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. Yeah. And he had patience with you. Took you to the house. Although you were drunk, all drunkards remember their house eventually. They make several stops on their way. But eventually, they remember their house. Look, I saw a drunkard one day. He was trying to cross a gutter. So he stood here. That's the gutter. Who took the pictures on Sunday? You guys got nice pictures. God bless you. Yeah. When I'm also here, take the pictures like that, okay? That's why today I'm coming on the stage because I saw that they had nice pictures with the preacher on the stage. It was very nice. They never get a picture of me on the stage. <laughs> so he was back to back to back. This was an advert to pay for the data we are using back here. He was standing. No, but I don't. I want water gun itself. I'll, you don't worry. When I come back, we'll buy it. So he marked the gutter. And he tried. Wow. Then eventually he jumped. Then he fell in the gutter. When he fell in the gutter, he came out. He got up. Hey! Who tricked me? Then the most amazing thing happened. I thought you are falling, so he's going to come out here. Then he came out here. Hey! Now, Listen and listen carefully. And it's not like he came out here by mistake. He came out, if he came out here by mistake, he would just start going. No. When he came out, then he turned again, then he started to. Yeah. It's like he's trying to prove a point to the gutter that I can cross you. That is the state you were in when a shepherd came to you. 
But you don't want to rise up and become a shepherd. Mildred, your time has come. Your time has come. Let's bring the message home. This is by introduction. Now let's come home. Your time has come to rise up and let God use you as the shepherd he's looking for to make up the head and to stand in the gap so that he doesn't destroy Cinderella. Yeah, so that he doesn't destroy in Bali. So that he doesn't destroy Peter Marisberg. God is looking for you. God is looking for you. Rise up and become a shepherd. The church is very quiet. Nicely quiet. I like it when it's quiet like because you can't hear me. How are you? It's good to see you. How's Port Elizabeth, right? How's Nelson Mandela University? Wow. Powerful. Great. Who is a shepherd? Let's go home. Who is a shepherd? I said, God is looking for a shepherd. So, who is he? Who's a shepherd? Isaiah 40, verse 11. This is my final scripture. Isaiah 40, verse 11. The Bible says, he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. And he shall gather them in his arm and carry them in his bosom and lead gently they that are with young. A shepherd is somebody who, number one, feeds the flock. There are four things here. You just see it. If, if, if you have your quiet time, you can see we have clothes. That's it. He feeds the sheep. A shepherd's job is to take care of other people. Just take care of other young Christians. Just take care of them. Just, take care, just care for them. That's all. A shepherd is a caring a gentle, loving, caring guide. Practically, what does he do? Number one, he feeds the sheep. He feeds the sheep. All of you sitting under my voice can find somebody to feed. All of you can find somebody to feed. Somebody who has just started working with God. Or you can get somebody to start working with God and you feed the person. All of you. Hey, Pastor, but I don't have anything. I'm not a pastor. I can't feed. <laughs> I don't have bread. I'm not a I've never won bread before. I've never entered a contest to win bread. This is fake news. Listen. What do you feed people? You feed them what you eat. I feed my children. They eat what I eat. It's as simple as that. Whatever I eat is what I feed them. Yeah, they don't eat anything. I mean, I hardly eat pap. I hardly see them eating pap. 
because I hardly eat pap. I usually eat rice. I usually see them eating rice. Can eat rice every day of the week, twice a day, three times, that, the day two, that's what they eat. It's as simple as that. Yeah, we can eat all the rice in China. That's what I eat. That's what they eat. What you eat is what you feed other people. So the same revelation you get from your quiet time, the same preaching you come and hear on Sunday, on Tuesday, that's what you feed other people. That's it. Nothing, I mean, nobody is saying, go and read the Bible, come up with some revelation that hasn't existed before, and then write a book, and then, no, no, no. The same thing you came to, you came to church on Sunday, you heard on Sunday, when you meet them, that's the same thing you feed them. Just, oh, yeah. You, you say your name is what? Skumbu. Yeah, Skumbuzo. How are you? Oh, Charlie, yesterday when I went to church, look, I heard something, it blew my mind, you know. They say, God is looking for shepherds. Say, huh? What is a shepherd? Say number one, a shepherd is somebody who feeds people. Then the shepherd is number two is the next point the pastor is going to give. And number three is the next point the pastor gave. Number four is the next point the pastor is going to give. Finish. That's all. When you add the scripture to it, Isaiah 40, verse 11, we are done. That's all. What I eat is what I feed my children. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Same, simple. You to what you are eating is what you feed your children. The people you have to take care of, that's what you feed them. It's as simple as you don't even have to hustle. How many of you already you realize that you have so much you can feed people with? You have come to church so many times, you have heard so many things. So many things. Even your life will become better when you start looking after people. Some of you are hustling through life. I mean, seriously, the hassle is real. But it will stop when you start looking after people. Yeah, you are just going in circles. I mean, just going, just parrying. Do you get it? I mean, the right word is parambulating, but you are just parrying. Just going in circles. Zoom, zoom, zoom like that. If you will stop and make shepherding people, something will change in your life. Yeah, the struggle will end. I meet so many people who have been in the church for a long time. They struggle with their Christian lives. And I just watch, I, I watch in amazement. I say, if you will just take your time that I'm taking care of somebody else, immediately you will start to deal with your own problems. Yeah, you'll start to deal with your own problems. Feeding. Number two, the Bible says he will gather them in his arms. A shepherd gathers people. A shepherd gathers. He gathers people. He gathers people. I said a shepherd gathers people. And I've realized that gathering people is a natural thing. God is a natural ability. God gives it to us when we are born. How do I know? We are able to gather people to do anything we want them to do. When you are having a party, you are able to get people to attend your party. When you are going to watch football, you are able to mobilize people and go and watch football with them. When you are going to watch movies, you can say, oh, let's go to the cinema. And then you get people to go with. It's so surprising that when it comes to church, you can't get anybody to follow you. It's amazing. 
I met a girl. I think this is my favorite story. Rebecca, how are you? Good. Are you the one who was married to Isaac? Good. I met a, a girl. I asked her. They were having swollen Sunday. We were having our swollen Sunday on the 4th of August. This is just by way of information. She told me, I brought 57. I asked her, how many people did you bring to the service? She said, 57 people. I look at a small girl like you. 57 people. Now, this girl was in first year. First year university student. You know that when you are in first year, about seven, 18, 19, you are just teetering between 18 and 19. You are just somewhere there, approximately. Do you get it? How old are you? 18, 19. What, what year are you in? You are not in any year. We take it like that. Back to you, Rebecca. That was just for our sponsors. 57 people. 18-year-old girl. So I asked her, how did you bring the 57 people? How did you gather 57 people? She looked at me like that, asking to say, what type of question are you asking me? Then she said to me, I will not forget, she said, if I was, if, do you think if I'm having a party, I can't get 57 people to come to my party? Am I that unpopular? You are sitting there 27 and a half. Not even one person can follow you to church. Yeah. This, this girl I'm talking about, she had, she had cut a, a, a German cut or a boy cut or whatever. The one that they put their wig on. Your hair is as long as Delilah's hair or whatever. You can't even get three people, three people to follow you to church. I mean, how come? How come? How come? You have finished university. You are in second year. You are working. A first year university student can mobilize 57 people to follow her to church. You can't even get your neighbor to follow you. How sad. I said, how sad. A shepherd gathers people. He gathers people. You can't even get your husband to follow you to church. You live in the same room, proximity. Same bed. You don't need transport to reach him. He, a shepherd gathers. From today, you have to start gathering people. You have to. Even some of you have masqueraded as shepherds, but really, this thing doesn't apply to you. Yeah, you go around telling the younger people or the new people, I'm a shepherd, I'm a shepherd. But this gathering doesn't happen. You, you can't gather anybody. How come? Yeah, the smiles have reduced in the church. Yeah, I said, my dear, what's your name? Wendy. Wendy, nice to meet you. How are you doing? Nice to meet you, Wendy. Wendy, what do you do? You are studying what year? What year? First year, you are like that girl. 57 people were following her to one service. 57. How many people will follow you to Swollen Sunday? How many people? 
people. Hey, we are having swollen Sunday. Well, come, come and jump around, jump, jump. That's all. That's all. I said that's all. Swollen Sunday is about gathering fifty-seven people to follow you. Yeah. It's about gathering people to follow you. The next thing the shepherd does, he will carry them in his bosom. He carries them. He moves them from when he gathers them. Then he moves them to another place. Carries them. Carries them. Alan, we enjoy it when you play the drums. We can hear the sound. Yeah, we love it. But <laughs> gather people. Carry them. Yeah. If you're an academician by now, you'll be a lecturer of that girl who got, got that first year girl. Yeah. Gather them and carry them. Something has to change in our hearts. Yeah. Gather them and carry them. That when you are coming, when, when we see you enter, do, do, let, let me tell you something. This is even amazing. My time is almost up. Do you know a duck? Ida a duck or duck? No, a duck is a duck or duck. Do you get it? And a duck or duck is a duck. You, did you know that? Do you know that a duck is Ida a and Ida a is a duck? Yes, and a duck. Is he dada? Yeah. When you go to Ghana, it's called Doko Doko. Yeah. So a duck is a Doko Doko. And a Doko Doko is a duck, which is a double double. Do you get it? And a double double is a duck. And a duck is he dada. How many of you know a duck now? Now, a duck. Anytime you see a mother duck, that is the shepherd of the ducks, you see that her children are following her in a straight line. Chickens are not like that. Chickens are not shepherds, but a duck. You see a mother duckling, you see about eight ducklings. Doko, doko, double, double, ida, da, duck. They are all following like that. If a duck, if a if a duck can get ducklings to follow them, then you can also get human beings to follow you to church. Yeah, you can also get. Please put up that Zolile picture that he's coming with his army. If you can find it, put it up for me. That is a clear doko doko, dabo dabo, ida da picture. Yeah. the time has come for people to follow you. Look. You have been in church about 100 years. I'm tired. Tell your neighbor that I'm tired. Ah. Sometimes when you come for a meeting, we don't know what to tell you again. Yeah, because what we told you in Genesis 1-1, you have not done it. What else should we say again? 100 years of being in the church. One century. Next Sunday, you celebrate one century. Now I want to see human beings follow you consistently. Yeah, let's see it. We, we are tired of promises. We are tired of stories. Let's see, let's see. Now we don't believe, me, me, when you deal with me, that's one thing I tell you from the beginning. I don't believe in stories. I only believe in numbers. I understand numbers. I don't understand stories. Because all your stories 
the numbers can explain it better. Yeah. The numbers. The human beings that are following you. I went, I worked hard, I was sweating. Somebody tore my shirt, I jumped the roof, I entered the kiosk. And it, we will understand all the stories when we see the people following you. Yeah. When we see them following you. Gail, what do you do? Are you not fulfilled as you go to Eastwood and people come with you to church from? Are you not happy when you see Charles and all these guys? You wonder why you are always depressed. The reason why you are always depressed is that nobody is following you. Nobody is depending on you to know Jesus. That's why your problems are so magnified before your own eyes. Yeah, because you don't have anything else to keep you busy. Do you know the type of problems we are sitting with? Look, the problem I'm sitting with, the solution is one million dollars. One million dollars. Flat. Now, where am I going to find one million dollars? I don't know. So, what keeps me sane is you. Not one million rands, one million dollars. We are waiting. We are tired. Of their stories. Feed people. Gather them. Carry them. And let us see them clearly. That there they are. You are sitting now. You have taken a picture with them. You are the president of all these people. We see with our eyes. In the church. Swollen Sunday. Then we know that you are for real. You are doing something. Stop telling us stories. Yeah. Say Amen. It's not funny now, yeah? Tell your neighbor, I'm going to rise up. I'm going to rise up. I'm going to rise up. Those of you from UKZ and Swollen Sunday, I want to see 200 people here. Practical people, not imaginary people. Not a vision. Real human being. Two eyes, two arms, two legs. In the church with you, like there they are. We count like that. We say this whole side is a sea of UKZ students. That's what we want to see. Then we know that you have you have fed them, you have guarded them, and you have carried them. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. Church of God. Enough of the stories. Enough of the makeup. Enough of the long hair. Let us see it practically with souls. Please, if you can't find it, just relax. We'll close. The church is for us. We can show it to you next week. The time has come. God is looking for a shepherd, and you are the shepherd he's looking for. Yeah. Connie, this swollen Sunday, I need people from your saloon. I'm telling you, I need. We are tired of. I'm going to Salome. I don't know, but no, we want to see people. Where I said I came from. Who invited you? There was a lady. She's called. I can't even see her around, but she invited. I want to see it practically. From today to Swollen Sunday, as you are doing the hair, you, say, you must come for Swollen Sunday. Then you pull it. The head. Yeah, once you pull it, it will pain them. You pull it. You must come. Okay. It's on the fourth of August. Do you hear me? You see. You look very nice. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you want brush cut or straight cut? And you are holding the thing. So I'm inviting you. You are my special guest, all right? 
Yeah, you, you will enjoy it. Where, where, you won't ask where is the church. How would you find it? Then you start putting the blade under. You won't ask her. You don't ask her and see. Yeah. Imagine the number of people you will interact with between today. It's one month away. When 4th of August. Yeah. Imagine. Look, this is the doctor doctor picture. Can you see it? That's the, the mother duck is the one in the glasses. The dark glasses. Can you zoom a little for them to see? Is it possible? Okay, you leave it like that. Oh, but I'm sure you can see. Okay, the mother duck is the one in the black and blue. And then you see them following. All these people are following one person, one person, one, one human being. One human being. That's a docker, docker over there. Hello? China. Do you know how many people are in China? China, Indonesia, and India. Half of the world is in only these three countries. China, Indonesia, and India. Half of the world population is there. You are going around calling yourself China. The crowd that must follow you to church, you have no idea. Yeah. That, that's China, Indonesia, uh, India. That's how I see it like that. of Cinderella must follow you to this place on Solin Sunday. Half of Cinderella, half must follow. I said what? Well, China, Indonesia, and India. Like that. One line. The world has 7 billion people. 3 billion people are from just these three countries that, that I just mentioned. That, that, they are, there they are sitting. China, Indonesia, India. Let's make it happen. I said let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. How many of you are coming from in Bali? I finished preaching. In Bali, in Bali. Who are the Mbaliites? Yeah. You are from in Bali. You are from in Bali. You are. Solin Sunday. I'm expecting 100 people from in Bali. Yeah. From in Bali. 100. From Crossini and Moscow. We want all the Russians in Moscow to come to church. Yeah. Yeah, when you see the people, the people from there, you say, what's your name? They say, Mikhail Golbachev. Welcome to church. Welcome to church. Good people. Finally, a shepherd cares for. He gently leads. Them that are with young. He gently leads those who are with young. Gently. Not rough. Not harassing them. Some of you can feed them, gather them, carry them. Then after you have carried them, you start to harass them. You start to harass them. You are like a witch. You start to harass them. Yeah. But he said, he leads them gently. He said, he takes care of them gently. You have got to bring the person to church. When you bring the person to church, you start to shout at the person. Do you think your church is the only church in the world? Small church that I came, you are shouting at me. It's okay, no problem. Next week, I won't come again. And you can't blame the person. Take your church and eat it. Yeah. Take your church and eat it. Eat it for lunch. So when you bring them, you are gentle. 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 People always tell me, 
Bishop, we never see you angry. Yes, you don't lead God's people angrily. You lead them gently. Gently. You know they are doing the wrong thing. You just guide them. Eventually, they'll grow out of it. Say, why is your dress so short? Where's the rest of the dress? Then, pam, you have slapped her. Oh! know that before they followed you to church they were not going to church so they don't have church clothing next Christmas when they are shopping then they will buy clothes for church so if you are not happy about the dress she's wearing buy her a dress buy her a dress I mean some of you can shout at the members the, the visitors at the gate when they come into the service they are crying they can't even enjoy the service Meanwhile, you say you are a shepherd. Thunder fire don't burn you now. Be gentle. If you want to be a shepherd, you have to be gentle. You have to be gentle. You have to. Even when 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 you when you when you when you when you bend them small, then you give them something small to suit it. You bend them small, give them something. If you can see today's message, is like a sandwich. Nice from the beginning, then hot in the middle. Then it's like I'm soothing you so that by the time you go home, you are happy going home. That's a shepherd. Ah, you are going to do your nails. Your nails are as long as Cruella. Then you say to scratch the sheep's face because you are angry. And me, when I'm angry, I can't control you. Then you have you you need a doctor. Then you need a doctor. The madman of Gadara, he couldn't control himself, so they put him in chains. Maybe you need to be in chains. Yeah. When you come for film stars rehearsal, you can cause a beast. They hope nobody wants to be in the film stars anymore. You alone. You alone. Once more, they say, come and do a drama. Come and act as a pregnant woman. Say, I'm not pregnant. You are acting. What are you doing? They just said, for the drama, for the drama, act as a pregnant woman. I'm not pregnant. your neighbor why 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 <laughs> meanwhile meanwhile the last time they said act as a doctor you were happy acting as a doctor meanwhile even you have not finished first year but you were happy acting as a doctor now act as a pregnant woman or a, ma- a mad person you say i'm not mad So when you put up that behavior, nobody can stay around you. Nobody, even your children can't stay around you. <laughs> Folks, let us rise up and become shepherds. God is looking for shepherds. People who lead people. People who feed others. People who gather others. People who carry others in the church. Rise, you in particular, rise up. Rise up. Rise up and respond to God's call. Rise up. Let somebody let somebody say, Oh, if I didn't meet Abby, if I didn't meet Spume, if I didn't meet Banoyolo, I would have gone to hell. Let somebody say that. Yeah, let somebody say that. Rise up. I believe that you will. Folks, my time is up. God loves you, so do I. Stand to your feet. Let's say all of that. Lift your hands and pray for him. 
I don't know where you are from, Popomeni, Woodlands, anywhere that you are from, but pray for yourself and say, God, I'm available. I know you need somebody. You can depend on me. You can depend on me. I'm available to you. I'm available to you. I'm available to you. I'm available to you. Use me. Use me. In this second half of the year, if we will give ourselves to the Lord, the Lord will use us in a way that he has never used us before. If he can use anything, Lord, use me. Use me. Let that be your prayer. Use me. Use me. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Let it be your prayer. That if, Lord, you can use anybody, you can use anything, please use me. Use me. I'm not talking about using you to sing or using you to to do drama or ashes. I'm talking about using you as a shepherd. 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 You can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Ask the Lord to use you. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh Lord, use us, use us. We know you are looking for somebody, use us. You can use me. Take my hands, take my feet. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord. Come on and use me. Everybody sing, and if you can use anything, Lord, use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Use me on campus, Lord. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. In my school, in my rest, Lord. Take my hands, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart. Lord, speak to me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use For the last time, if you can use anything, in Cinderella, in Imbali, in Beauty, in UKZ, in, in City Center, if you can use anything, Lord, use me. In Alorich, in France, use me, use me.
your hands and let us pray. Father, we lift our hands in surrender to you. Say, use us. If you can use anything, you can use us. We lift our hands in response to your call for shepherds. People who will lead others. People who will feed others. People who will gather others. People who will carry others. We surrender. We say, Lord, use us. Use us. Take our hands. Take our feet. Touch our hearts. Use our lips. Speak through us. If you can indeed use anything, use us. We thank you. We bless you. Let many follow us. Help us to gather many people all over this city. Help us to gather them. Help us to carry them. And help us to lead them gently. Work on us. Work on our hearts. Work on our attitudes. That we will lead your people gently. Not like butchers, but like shepherds, Lord. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Why don't you put your hands together for the Lord? If you allow, God will use you. You will be, you will be like that first year student who told me, I, I had 57 people following Joel, first year, 57 people are following her. Then you final year, you after university, oh, you can do more. You can do more. Wonderful. You are here tonight. You are not born again. You don't know if you die, whether you go to heaven. Give me a chance to lead you to heaven. You are here like you will say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to go to heaven when I die. If you are here like that, every eye closed, every head bowed. You say, I want to go to heaven. Pastor, I want to go to heaven when I die. If you are here like that, lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you. Pastor, please. Maybe somebody invited you, but I want to go to heaven when I die. Lift up your right hand with me. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Lift your hand. Lift your right hand. I want to go to heaven when I die. I've been coming to church, but I want to go to heaven. I want. If your hand is up, come to me. I'll pray with you. I'll pray with you. Lift it up. Your hand. Come to me. He feeds us. Like a shepherd, he leads us. He is the great I am. Like a father, he feeds us. Pray this like prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me for my sins I believe that you died for me and you rose again I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life thank you Jesus for dying to save me Amen put your hands together after church somebody Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.